Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. This is a fun, fun topic, especially for Pisces season, especially for the energy of March, April 2022, when this podcast is coming out. Um, We are in such an expansive time, such a mystical time where the veils are really thin, um, almost boundaryless. So you can maybe feel into that for yourself, both the beauty in that and also the the pitfalls in that and the... uh, the hazards, you know, not just the light side, but also the dark side of it or the shadow side of it, of, uh, of, of even like that Neptunian energy where on one side, yes, it's, it's really, it's really mystical. It's mysticism. And then on the other side, it's, it's illusion, delusion. And that is what really brought this conversation about just things that I have seen over the many years of holding spaces, over the many years of being a meditation teacher, of being a facilitator of this wild, beautiful work called rewilding. And a lot of the sticking points that I see over and over and over and over and over and over. And not only what I see, but also things that I really hold myself to. So a couple of really I feel like are very powerful practices, almost foundational practices that you never really outgrow them. They're always things to keep in mind that almost like reorientate us or recalibrate us no matter where we are on our path or how far we've been on the awakening path. It's, it's just these like little foundational reminders of, ah, so my hope is that you go through this episode and it gives you at least five aha moments. (laughs) Okay. I'd be really happy if you just get one, because I feel like if you get one of them, it'll be pretty big. It'll be pretty big. And the second invitation here is to allow it to be big, right? Is to, you know, first invitation is to go through this and just really what resonates, what resonates, what resonates. And then that second invitation is to allow yourself to sink into it. Give yourself a little bit of space and time to reflect on it and dive in there, right? Like, we will get more out of it if we can kind of excavate, like excavate some of the wisdom, even if it's five minutes to reflect on whatever the aha moment or moments are in this episode. Um, Really and truly just, just want you to get the most out of this. I know if someone had told me these things 15 years ago, oh, I mean, maybe I might not have been able to hear them because I was, you know, just so stuck in my (laughs) Sabrina-ness. But but they really and truly, I feel if I would have heard them 15 years ago, would have shaved time, energy, effort, um, and really sped things up and maybe brought a little bit more ease to this to this wild and wonderful path of becoming ever more conscious and ever more evolved and ever more loving and ever more present and ever more embodied and ever more yada 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 all the things um all right my hope is that this serves you in the most beautiful of ways (laughs) enough of me talking enjoy the episode ever think that there might be an easier way to wake up it's just a question ever think, gosh, there might be a smoother, quicker route to becoming more conscious, to 
um, really exploring altered states of consciousness to coming closer to my true self. If you've ever thought that, or if you're thinking that now, this is a great conversation to be a part of. I'm gonna give this talk, I suppose. It's more of an experience and exploration. I'm gonna give this exploration as if we were in mystery school together. So actually we're just completing a mystery school where we've explored many altered states of consciousness, heights, depths, um, lower archetypal realms, upper archetypal realms, essences beyond that, the void, um, the primordial infinite, all of everything, the very ground of being, um, just to give you a little bit of a flavor of the vastness of altered states of consciousness and kind of where this conversation is arising from. So let's pretend that you and I have been working together. Maybe you haven't, but if you weren't interested in altered states of consciousness, you probably wouldn't be here. So what I wanna share with you is everything I can in the next 15 minutes around pitfalls and hazards, traps to avoid, things, loops to not get stuck in with altered states of consciousness, habitual, patterned, um, ingrained, like ways that our nervous system can get stuck. I wanna talk about all of these as an offering and an invitation for you to feel into, oh, that's, that's one for me to keep in mind. Oh, this is one for me to reflect on. Um, all right. With that, you might want to grab a pen, a pace, a paper, your phone, or you might just want to kind of drop into a meditative state so you can almost hear a deeper truth within, something that's beyond just rational mind. Like if we can switch on some of these other wisdom centers, sometimes um, we will get the insight from our heart or the insight from our dantian, right? Or the insight from our, uh, our, I won't go into all of the different wisdom centers, but allowing just a moment to let everything switch on and then allowing a moment to go, okay, I'm about to walk into an exploration with Sabrina. I'm about to walk into an exploration, not even with Sabrina, but of my inner world. I'm about to walk into an exploration of my inner world and then treating it like that, treating it like that. <laughs> the final piece to get the most out of this conversation is, can I be so honest with myself? Can, can it just, just during this conversation, I can lie to myself the other 23 hours and 45 minutes <laughs> during this day. But for these 15 minutes, I'm just gonna be honest with myself because the more honest I can be, with myself, the quicker, <laughs> the more ease-filled, the more grace-filled our paths will be, your spiritual path will be, your coming to true self, your waking up, if we wanna call it that, will be. All right, so big deep breath. Let's go into pitfall number one. Habit and addiction. Altered states of consciousness, like anything else, can become very habitual. They can also become very addictive. Hear me out. Actually, I'll take this back to when I was 
training as a meditation teacher a long, long, long time ago. And we were exploring a lower level of all, if, if there's levels, I mean, you can't, there's not really levels. It's just a way of talking about it. It's a framework to speak about it. They're not better or worse. They're just extremely different. And we were exploring an, a state of consciousness that was very visual. Think of like shamanic journeys, right? Where it's very visual. Uh, it's sometimes very colorful. Sometimes medicine journeys are of that sort of flavor or that nature. And so we're in this place and it's colorful. There's visions, there's, you know, you can kind of get some life insights from this place and you can start like, you go and you find your spirit animal and you know, you start to, to like really explore the state. And I remember this clear as day. The meditation teacher, she says, don't you dare get stuck here. Don't you dare get stuck here. You have just barely started to scratch the surface of altered states of consciousness. <laughs> and me as like little baby, you know, meditator and meditation teacher in training, I was like, what? But this is so great. Like, no. So I offer that as a gift to you to really just reflect and maybe you're way beyond that, right? And this conversation will have four or five different points that we'll explore. So this might not be the aha moment for you. But even if, it doesn't matter if you're just first starting out or if you're, you've been meditating forever to go, have I gotten patterned? Have I gotten habitual? Have I, we're gonna go into point number two in a second. Have I gotten unbalanced? That's point number two. But let me go back to addiction quick. I wanna just keep habitual and addiction in this first kind of point. There's habit where literally our consciousness just gets trained. It habitually gets trained to go there. So it doesn't even matter what practice, what teacher, what tradition you're studying in. You're so ingrained to go to this place that it's, 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 it's like riding a bicycle, right? You just get on and you pedal the same way and you don't think about it. You know, you, you just, it's just so uncon un unconscious consciousness. <laughs> I like that. Um, and you just get stuck there. You get stuck there. So that's just something to really call yourself out on and find the practices that I like to call it shake up to wake up, right? Like they shake it up. They really shake it up. Try something different. Try a different meditation. Try uh, a completely different path. Try a different teacher. Try a different retreat, workshop, way. Uh, another thing to do, we just talked about this in mystery school. So if I was telling you like, this is like we're having a conversation in mystery school is another um, thing was you, when you know you have this habit or you just wanna test things out, this is a great thing to do. You go into your practice and you go, I'm not gonna go there. So for those of you who do a lot of embodied practices and work with Kundalini, this was the actual question. Like it was, this energy is moving through me, but it, it goes the exact same way and it's kind of kinked in the line and it goes through the same way every time I make the same habitual movement. And here's what, here's what you can do is you go, okay, it can't go through that line. It can't go through that line. 
If it has to go somewhere else, where will it go? Oh, it goes here, right? It's really uncomfortable because it's new. It's a new pathway, whether it be a new energetic pathway in our body if we're working with Kundalini or if it's a new neurological pathway, kind of if we're working with consciousness, altered states of, con right? It's, 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 so that's just a little tiny practice that you can try. Like, okay, I'm not going to go there where... If I can't go there, that's probably the better words to use. If I can't go there, then what state of consciousness am I called to? Oh my God, this place, what is, what is this one? <gasps> this is even better than seeing my spirit animal, right? Or however it unfolds for you. Okay, so that first little piece was habit and addiction. The addiction is we can get addicted to things we like. There are altered states of consciousness that are not comfortable necessarily at first, or maybe if ever. <laughs> um, but feel into that and also go, well, I always want to go to this one because I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Right? It's bliss. It's joy. Great. But what if you're actually being called to go deep? into lower chakras and do some really deep healing, awakening, opening, right? But you just keep going, well, but the bliss is here. And there's nothing wrong with bliss practices. There's nothing wrong with pleasure practices at all, at all. But is it the truest place for you to be going? Is it the place that most serves your soul's evolution? That's another great question to ask. Is it what most serves your soul's evolution, right? Because then you're just, you're continuing to hold that intention, continuing to hold that intention. Like I will, I will find the teachers, the practices, the altered state that serves my evolution, my soul's experience to the highest degree. That's another really powerful practice. You can do that all the time with everything. Okay, so we then said we were going to go into unbalanced. That was point number two. Okay, pitfall and hazard is we can, um, how do I want to talk about this? Um, we can overdo a certain type of practice and it can really throw us out of whack. And some of you I know have experienced this. I know I've experienced it in my, again, younger days where we explore, let's just use um, feminine embodiment. Let's just, let's just use that one. Um, so feminine embodiment. So we're really exploring um, uh, like being in our bodies, um, moving energy through our bodies, um, heart opening practices. And we can lean so heavily into them that <laughs> it's like the pendulum swings. I, I sometimes talk about it like this pendulum and you kind of want to be in the balance point, right? You want to be right here. This is, this is like, boom, I'm here. And when we lean too heavily into certain practices or certain traditions, we swing really far over here. So for instance, something that I see happen is really heavily into feminine-based practices. It's like... There is no direction in life. It is so much being that there is no doing. It is so much feeling, right? That there is no 
purpose. It is so much expression of life force that there is, and, and suddenly we're, we can't hold down a job. We can't feed our family. We can't cook dinner. We can't um, make a decision about our life. We have lost all of our money. We, right? Cause we've, we've given up, you know, maybe what we might want to call like long-term planning or foresight. And we're just so in the moment. So this, this unbalancedness can, can happen. Uh, I remember Andrew Harvey, I cannot remember what book we've done an interview with him before. If you're interested in hearing that interview, it's fucking awesome. And it's a lot about feminine embodiment practices, but in something that he wrote, I don't know when he talks about hot and cool practices, hot and cool practices. Now, there's many different frameworks to that. One that I like to use is beyond hot and cool practices, like hot practices where it like stokes the fire, right? Like it stokes my passion, right? It just really stokes my, it stokes my inner flame. And then cool practices of like a, a water practice where it's just soothing. I maybe tap into my emotions and I kind of let, let that energy body, my emotional body. I let that have some breathing room, the elements. So I just said fire and water. You can also tap into earth and air. So there's many different frameworks that we can sort of use as templates to feel into like, Whoa, I've been in a lot of fire. And then I just feel, and I go, actually, I'm really called to be earthy. Like I really need some deep roots. I need to like lay on the ground and I need to go into big mama Gaia earth. And that's what's calling. So that's a really great way to just sort of almost do like a checks and balances for ourselves. All right. I know I said 15 minutes, but let's do 20 because I've got a couple more that I really want to share with you. So that unbalanced piece is another pitfall or hazard and just something to reflect on. Don't beat yourself up over these things. If you see something, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm an addict to this and I'm totally fucking unbalanced, right? It's like, don't judge it though. These are great insights. These, this is genius. And this being honest with self is what will propel us, right? It's what will take us to the next place. It's what will bring that which we're seeking, right? It's what is part of the evolution of it. So don't beat yourself up. Just observe it and go, oh, I just got the greatest insight. Wow. Okay, cool. I'm going to feel into this and really feel where I'm called to go to from here. All right. Um, let me feel this is one. I think this might be the one that I want to end on. No, there's two. Let me go with this really quick, short, sweet one. And then we'll finish up on the one that I love, 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 love. And I know that there are some of you who relate to this last one because it's, it's a, it's a tricky one. Um, sometimes in the seeking, which we kind of don't find the path unless there is a, a calling, a seeking, you know, like I, I'm seeking, I'm seeking to be more love filled. I'm seeking to be, uh, you know, more on purpose. I'm seeking to live a more fulfilling life. I'm seeking better relation. I'm seeking you know, whatever it is that we're seeking. I'm seeking just out of curiosity. What is this spiritual stuff? What are these altered states of consciousness? What did the mystics know? You know, whatever it is that we're seeking. But here's a pitfall is if you feel into the seeking, 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 seeking energy, sometimes it's not drawing in what we're seeking. It's actually pushing it further away. 
just feel into that. Just, just maybe you can feel a past experience of that where you're seeking. It's like if you're seeking a relationship so strongly, you know, and you're like clinging onto it, holding onto it, and you're actually pushing it further away, right? Can you feel that? So it's the same. It's the same. Um, so there's this, um, this like <laughs> right relationship to seeking, right relationship to seeking. Can you feel that? It's like I'm, I'm almost inviting in, surrendering over to, opening up to versus I need that right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's a, a, a really beautiful one to just be aware of in ourselves, to really be aware of in ourselves. Where am I? Am I leaning forward, seeking it, or am I just resting here and I'm really open to it? I'm, I'm almost calling it in can also get to be that like clingy, needy, you know, graspy where it's going to push it away. But I'm surrendering over to, I'm just, I'm open to it. I'm going to keep my eyes open. I'm going to keep my body open to it. I'm going to keep, you know, like when the teacher shows up, the workshop shows up, the thing, the book, the practice, the whatever shows up. I'm just, I'm, I'm here. I'm in a state where I can receive. I'm in a state where I can see the next breadcrumb on the breadcrumb trail. Um, okay. So, uh, there was one more that I felt like I might want to share with you. I can't, I can't remember it. Um, I guess we're not going there. So let's finish up on this one. This is an interesting one. And I think this is becoming more and more prominent. Um, so depending on when you're watching this, this is 2022 when I'm recording this. I can feel the shift that's happening in our collective. But here, here's what it is. And feel into where you're at with this. When we initially start on the awakening path or the altered states of consciousness path, it's, it's for self. It's for, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's for self, right? It kind of ties in with the seeking part, but it's for self. It's for self-development, self-improvement. And that's fucking beautiful, right? That's, that's stunning because self-development and self-improvement is going to improve relationships around you, the world around you, it's, it's going to. So it's, 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 I don't want us to start thinking that this is selfish or if we're in that stage that, oh gosh, we should push to the next stage. It's not that way. There's a, there's something that happens though at some point, and it might be at the very early point where it becomes less about, I'm seeking an altered state of consciousness for my own development into the thing that most serves my own, so this is still me, my own soul's evolution is being in service to other. That which gifts me the most, wakes me up the most, brings me the, the highest degree of enlightenment is actually through service to other. That's wild. That's wild. And just feel into that. Um, and feel into all of the other different little examples that I shared. I would love to hear in the comments below which one, if you're up for a little bit of confession time, which one most resonated with you. It's also just a way to get you to reflect, to give you a moment to like, okay, great, I'm gonna forget about this in a minute, but right now I'm gonna quickly reflect on this and go, 
what is the one that hit me the hardest? Like which one, if I'm gonna be super, super honest with myself, oh, it's unbalanced. Oh, it's I'm addicted to this. Oh, it's actually shit. I am being called to serve, but I didn't know it. I didn't know it. All right, if you love this video or even liked it a little bit, <laughs> subscribe, hit the like button. If you know someone who you think this could help, if they're on a spiritual path, you're like, hey, this tip number three, I kind of see that in you. If it's a gift in any way to anyone, please share it. It helps us and really just, we want to do good stuff in the world and that really helps us to kind of spread our wings and do even greater stuff in the world. All right. Super appreciate you, all of our subscribers in all of our different communities. Love this. Love you all. This is always a co-creation and I will leave you with this. There is a really cool free thing that we're doing in April. Really, really cool free thing that we're doing in April. So if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, you might want to do it just so you don't miss it. If you go to sabrinalynn.com, you'll see a way to sign up for the newsletter and become kind of a deeper member of our community versus just hanging out on the YouTube channel, which I love and appreciate. Do not get me wrong, but we always share announcements and free things and events. And this is going to be a big, big event. Um, if you're watching this after April of 2022, you'll find a link below for a free cool thing that came out of this event. So it doesn't matter when you're watching it, either go sign up for the newsletter so you get the announcement or you'll see the actual event that we're doing or you'll see a cool free replay of the event that we held. It's big. It's big. And it has to do with this topic that we just went into today. Like really great practices, a really great container to really kind of blow up uh, blow up, blow up our upper limits, blow up, uh, our different kind of stuck points, our different habitual ways of going into different states of consciousness. And yeah, it just, um, I love doing these. These are my fucking favorite. We do a few of these a year and to have one coming up is extremely exciting. All right, enough talking. I will see you where I see you, when I see you and how I see you. Mwah!